The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast, a podcast that we're daily from now until the end of time. John Breach, fresh haircut. Tyler Sullivan, aka Sully, thinking about the Pats pick, and of course, junior draft analyst Ryan Philip Wilson joining us in the house before he heads Wilson. to Las Vegas. Got the name wrong. I've known you for 12 years. Get my name right. Philip Ryan Wilson. Sorry. You demoted him from senior to junior, and then you didn't even get his name right. I know. How disrespectful is that? And, and Brinson he, didn't even notice my haircut. <laughs> and he showed up 20 minutes late for the podcast. That's 11 minutes late for the podcast. Sully, so your haircut does look good. Thank you. It threw me off, though, because I was like, wait a minute. Why does everybody have really short hair? Well, it's Wilson's week, so I was going for the Wilson look. And also, three, saving the head. three of the four people in oh! this podcast. Oh! Keep your finger over that button. Three of the four people in this podcast don't have hair plugs. Oh, oh, oh. oh my god! I don't know how you've managed to remain friends with me for this long, Wilson. It's true. I, I would say small doses, but it's been the exact opposite of small doses. I don't know either. In this draft, end please. People say that. Like I'm, I'm in a better place mentally than I was last year this time. So I'm actually happy with the draft process, but. uh yeah, there's a lot going on. It's getting hectic. I'll say that for sure. Uh, when do you expect your first outburst to occur? Oh, any minute. Like the over-under on that is like four minutes from now until. Sorry, do you night. know about do you know this? I mean, this is like it's not it's not like recorded and saved anywhere, unfortunately. Oh, the draft. I was gonna say which outburst are you referring to? I've had a few. Wilson like lost his mind. Was it last year or was it no it was 2020? It was two years ago in the, the the COVID draft in Stanford after I'd been on set for I know Wilson, day, Wilson just lost his mind. It came completely uncorked. Like I think it was, day, it was after day one. We were doing the podcast at whatever, one in the morning. It was like three in the morning. I mean, look, it was a totally fair rant. Uh, it's it was one just, of those rants where you're so out of control that you're like spit talking. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Wilson had been working 23 hours a day per and, week or per day up to this point. So he's just like burned out, wants to go take a nap, which is have, what his bedtime is because he only gets an hour of sleep each night. And Breach and I are just like, like, I wasn't mad at make eye contact with the camera. <laughs> Diva was fiercely hitting record. <laughs> anyway, Sully, what's up, buddy? How we doing? What's going on? I gotta, we got to keep our finger on the button now for Wilson, I guess. I know. Hey, that's right. So before we start, Sully, last year this time, you I'm guessing, but I want to hear. I have to grab something real quick. Just keep, keep 12 going. months ago, I want to hear your thoughts before and after. Were you on the Mac Jones train, and how soon did you jump on it if you were not after I predict? predicted that he was going to be a hall of famer no i was pretty much on it from the from the oh. get-go i mean i mean how could you not be with what we saw from cam newton in 2020 i mean that was that would have taken anything <laughs> at that point and you know what i can go ahead and tie into this is our bold predictions podcast so why not toot my own horn my bold prediction last year with all the mac jones of the 49ers talk was that he would fall out of the top 10 and right into bill belichick's lap yeah that wasn't even bold i guess you you just i knew think that's the only happen. one i got right though I think Brinson just went and took his his hair plugs out because his hair looks his head looks thinner. Look at that. That's why he's wearing a hat. 
What's up? It looked like your head got thinner. Like you just went because you wanted to fit in. Took your hair plugs off. Put your well, I exercised for like thirty seconds, and I got. I, guess I, need, I, I need that exercise routine. Spread anyway, I, I asked Sully while you're away if he was pro Mac Jones before the draft. He said he was. So. So he's, Mac, so Mac he's, Jones. He's, he's off your list now. He wasn't on my list. I was just curious because I, I like to. I, I have taken names, but <laughs> I will erase his. All right, so we're gonna do a ball prediction show. And we'll start, let's just start the ball predictions. We're four minutes in. This will be the fastest we've ever gotten to the actual podcast content. You're supposed to do a live read, aren't you? A live hello? Yeah, no, uh, maybe. I don't know. I can't handle those things. Um, it's like the Steve Buscemi. Hello, fellow YouTubers. Yeah. And like, so I just did it. We just did a show with Ben Solak. Yeah, that's um, why I knew I could show up late because I saw you guys chit-chatting about dairy products. Oh, you watched? Yeah, I like I like Ben. but uh, ben, Ben's Ben's great. He's great. You're a little tough to take. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. Nobody likes me. People like the people that we bring on to the podcast. Um, at any rate, let's get to the bold predictions. Bold predictions. Breach, would you like to start? Yeah, you know what? I will. I, I'm the uh, <laughs> odd man out. I'm the shortest guy on the podcast. So I'll give the shortest prediction. You're the, that's it. I don't know if that's true. I'm not that tall. Yeah. yeah Saul, hey. so you look taller than me. There we go. Now, do I look taller? There we go. Just got to move it around. You know camera. how sitting down works? It's all lightings and camera. Yeah, I don't think like, being taller on the camera qualifies. It's, like... it's just got a long torso. All right. Hey, before we get going, over under Sully, five, seven and a half. Don't answer Sully. Oh, my Brent. God. That's savage. I'm at, no, he said he's not that tall. Brent, Breach acts like he's shorter than that. So I'm saying I'll five. I'll go five, five, eight. I'll say over. Brent. I'll say over. I'll say I think you say what? I'm not oh, a tall guy. Under five, seven and a half? I'm, five, Wait, I'm like 5'7". No. I met wow. him. Oh, <laughs> we, met, yeah. we met in Fort Lauderdale, right? Yeah. You I, were I vaguely remember breached. you being a, a little bit taller than me. I feel like you're... Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I, 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 I like to... I'll, I'll go low and then surprise people. Right. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, see, I'm really more of like a... Trying to tell the DMV I'm 5'10". They're like, no. Sir. No, you're not. Yeah. I tried that <laughs> with my, my roommate. They're like, sir, oh. we have to arrest you. You're lying to a federal bureau. So your eyes are not green, and you are not close to 5'10". No. And that hair is not real. <laughs> uh, oh! All right, go ahead, Breach. As the shortest person. As I podcast. mentioned while Brinson was up. The well, only also, if Sully's 5'7", are you shorter or taller than that, Breach? Uh, I'm short. I just said I was shorter than Sully when we met yeah. in Fort Lauderdale. So, um, still a win for Sully. Shorter. So, that's why I thought he might be 5'8". Um, so, anyway, as I, I mentioned, when Brinson was up, the only bold prediction I got last year was Mac Jones. Falling out of the top 10 into the Patriots' lap. So my quarterback prediction was correct. So I'm going to start off with the quarterback prediction here. And my bold prediction is that we only see one quarterback get drafted in the first round. That is what I'm going to say. It has only happened one time since 2002, and that was the ugly, ugly, ugly 2013 draft. So Brent, what's Bills, the uh... – Bills inexplicably took Edge Manual. Should have been what? zero quarterbacks. What's the Caesars on one quarterback taken? Do you know that off the top of your head, or no one's ever brought that up in the last um, – You could just bet under two and a half at plus money. I'm betting it. Sign me up. Yeah, you get an extra one and a half in there, Breach. I'll take it. Um, Who God. is the quarterback, and who's who? what team is taking him? Uh, well, there's 32, 24 teams picking in the first round. Caught yourself. So one of those 24 teams and <laughs> I, you know what? So Malik Willis is the wild card, but I think in the end, he's not going to get drafted in the first round. I think it's going to be 
Kenny Pickett. Okay, Prisco, go ahead. Wait, wait, you think what? Kenny Pickett is going to be the only quarterback taken in the first round? Yeah, I think that if a team's – if you're going to take a risk on unproven quarterbacks, which, again, I, I think we all agree this is not a great quarterback class, you, you really don't want to take that risk in the top 10 because there is a ton of pressure on you at that point. And if your quarterback fails, then you flop. But if you take a quarterback like with a 24th overall pick and he fails, it's not such a big deal as it is if you took him at six overall. Yeah, it's funny you so, mentioned 24th. Because, because Kenny Pickett will actually be 24 in June. It will. You know what? I was um. I'll, I don't know if I mentioned this here, but I have to Kenny write something. Pickett will be 24 in June. Yeah, June 6 is his birthday, and I know that because for something that I'm writing from my bold prediction on CBSports.com about Wednesday, he is three and a half years younger than Jameis Winston to the day, and Jameis Winston was drafted in 2015 and has played 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, six seasons. Or in 2016? No, 2015. He and Marcus Mariota. Okay. Either right. way. Yeah, yeah, because 2016, I think, is golf. No, that's right. Golf in winter of 2016, yeah. Uh, either way, yeah, 2015. Like, Kenny Pickett's old AF, man. <laughs> like, what, how old. are you? How is he going to be the one quarterback taken? I, so I think if we're grading Breach's bowl prediction, which we like to do, oh, it yeah, would have been an A- minus for one I quarterback. I said Malik Wallace. But then you just moved it well, down. Well, lay down the grand, grand was Sully. Bold oh, in yeah. what sense? Yeah, sorry, right, sorry, yeah, sorry. You're just, we're just sorry, like, oh. by the way, Sully, just give him a grade. Um, we we do the grading. Sully, this is the podcast. I think we listen to the book. We we grade the bold predictions based on boldness, based on like actual possibility of it happening. Right. That balance, right? Like if Breach was like, no quarterbacks will be drafted in the entire NFL draft. You'd be like, well, that you know, is stupid and wrong. That's so an that's F because it's bold, but it's not realistic. Right? Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. So go ahead. So Brinson grade it, and just assume that he says whatever your favorite quarterback is. Go first of all, give me that grade. Then yeah, give me Malik Wallace. It might be Malik Wallace. You know what? Malik Malik Wallace. I think he's I hope the team drafts Malik Wallace. That would be great. Bell Belichick selects maybe, maybe Malik they play, Wallace. Maybe they can play him at running back, Prisco. Um, <laughs> his last name's yeah. Willis. Don't, don't want me in with Prisco. No. Breach. His last name's Willis. Just so you know. It's oh Willis. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for uh, correcting me now. <laughs> Uh, this was your Friday mailbag show. Um, the Panthers select Milky Wallace. Milky Wallace, <laughs> quarterback out of Wegmans. At number six overall, the Panthers select Devin Ridner. My God, I'm kicking myself off the draft show. Um, it's fine. I this guy's gonna think everyone like, at CBS like hates him. All right, so in a vacuum, you're one quarterback taken in the first round, A minus. Oh, because, it. however. Your one quarterback was Kenny Pickett. No, because that's not part of the prediction. E plus. For one. No. E plus, I say. Wilson, what's your grade? And then Sully, fire away afterwards. I'll give it a C plus. Not, I don't care about the quarterbacks uh, that, that Brent, whoever breaches favorite quarterback is. grading on today. All right. Steve but, Wallace. But, uh, yeah, Steve Wallace is an A plus. Uh, no one else. Uh, Cargo Perkins out of Pitt, the quarterback out of the, the tiny uh, hands. Uh but I just, there's there's virtually no way one running uh, one running back one wide receiver goes. I just don't see it. Like it seems like one, impossible. one quarterback, one quarterback. I think it's impossible. Is from running back pals. to wide receiver. Reach is looking to pals on you. <laughs> so I give it a C plus. I like the I like the effort. Plus. But go ahead, Sully. Yeah, I go B plus. I, I think Thanks, again, this, this feels like a parallel universe with the Carolina Panthers trade down type of scenario because they're not taking a quarterback. At number six, they feel more comfortable doing it later on in the draft. Arguably the most quarterback needy team in this draft right now. Not a great class. You can see it all happening. I like a B plus. I'll take it. It was, it was very a B plus is a quintessential. I lived. I lived B plus. That 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 was that that is my school grade right there. Just oh, 
just kind of yeah. getting by. Me and Brenton were. And I wish I lived on no, a exactly. B plus. No B plus. You look smart, but not like too smart. Not exactly. Nobody thinks you're a nerd, but nobody thinks you're like just you know putting in your one. And I purposely did that, obviously, to 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 act cool that way, right? You, like you, you, you can tell the- you can tell how old we are. And like you know, but based on the fact that you're like, yeah, I mean, like you don't look too cool with those A's, like, I mean, like <laughs> you know what, like, like now, like kids, like it's like you want to be? What are you, are you an idiot? Uh, by the way, Nada gives uh, Breach three point five out of five habanero peppers. Oh yeah, habanero peppers are better grading scale than what we've been using. Well, I like that grading scale. I'm gonna eat three and a half habanero peppers to celebrate that. No one believes that. Uh, Sully. I will go with another quarterback type of bold prediction here, and it's that the Tennessee Titans will select a quarterback in the first round. And it a lot of it has to do with Ryan Tannehill, 14 interceptions last year. I believe that's the second most of his career. His contract is coming up. After, they can get out of it after the end of 2022. They can clear a ton of cap space. And if things are kind of changing there and, and if they don't feel like he or he has already reached his ceiling with this team, it might be one of those stunners that we see them take a quarterback. And like you know who's a lot more uh, easier to afford if you have a QB on a rookie deal? AJ Brown. Uh, oh, I think you say Malik Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Feel a lot um, better about giving him an extension if you know you have your quarterback coming in on a rookie deal. Malik and Wallace that- working at the tire store right now has listened to the Pick Six podcast, <laughs> has no idea he's going to get drafted on Thursday. <laughs> he is pumped. I give Sully an A minus. I like this. Um, we've heard sort of, I mean, we, you do a thousand mock drafts at some point, you're going to put a quarterback in for every single team. Uh, but I think this is, this makes sense. I don't think it's likely to happen, but I think it would be in the best interest of that team, given the reasons that Sully laid out that in that and breach was there. He saw it firsthand how terrible Ryan Tannehill was in the playoffs, especially at the very end of that game. Play the game. Yeah. The first play and the last play. That's right. He he basically cost them the game against the eventual Super Bowl losing Bengals. I have a question. <laughs> in the spirit of Brinson, and I heard only three Brinson. peppers for Sully. In oh. the spirit of Brinson, uh, Sully, which quarterback do you have the Titans taking? Uh, I was assuming that they trade down. I believe where are they at Wilson is it twenty six overall. You move yeah. down maybe to thirty two. You get up maybe another second rounder because they don't have one, and that's where Desmond Ritter maybe comes off the board. Ooh. Add a little spice to it. Maybe if I can give so, so the Lions are going to give up that second first round pick. Well, I'm saying that they definitely will. But I, hey, well, Brent, call, thinking sure, about my predictions, I'm just getting the details here. Just I mean, you're, just, you're grilling Sully for no reason. Just, um, well, I don't like you know what you got boxed in. You're like Prisco, you got boxed in, you lashed it out. No, not you at just, all. You just found like, oh, Sully's the new guy here. I'm gonna lash out at Sully. I'm giving Sully a B. First of all, I it's like Sully, it because not I, Sully. I do think <laughs> I Sully think, is the guy who runs the no laying up. Uh, Twitter account, but sure, go for it. A B, good lord. Why did you give him a B? He gave what? you a B plus. You gave well, him I was about to explain it, and then Brinson interrupted me. I give so I give Sully an A minus because he that's what I gave. He targeted a team specifically. You're just stealing Wilson's grades. You have an original B. thought. All right, like let's I, go. And like I, oh, real quickly, and like I said earlier, that basically rounds out to a B plus where I live, right there. <laughs> where so you <laughs> live. That's right. Just. All right, I'm going because we got we got 35 minutes to, to get through two more bowl predictions. I don't know if it's going to happen. So I'm going to go keep it going with the quarterbacks themes. No quarterbacks taken in the first 10 picks. But there's a run on them late. And uh, Breach, uh, Brinson just mentioned that he talked to Ben, ben Solak about the quarterback situation. Other prop, uh, prop bets. So top 10, I mean, 
The teams that are going to be targeting quarterbacks, six, obviously Carolina. I'm going to say they pass. The Falcons, Seahawks at eight and nine. I don't think any, I think they pass. Um, I don't think the, the Texans will do it at three. I don't think a team trades up for one. So I think there's a run in the middle of the rounds, maybe starting with Washington at 11. Um, maybe New Orleans at 16 or, or 19. Um, but then I think what happens, I don't think the Steelers take one at 20, and I feel less certain about this than anything, which is sort of nuts because I'm a Steelers homer. But I think what happens, and we heard Sully talk about uh, the Titans at 26. I think around 25 where the Bills are, Titans at 26, Tampa Bay at 27, the Packers have 28, KC has 29 and 30, and then Cincinnati at 31. I think all those teams could be in the business of moving down if one of these other teams the eight teams that Breach mentioned earlier, they don't have first-round picks, or one of the teams earlier in the draft that didn't take a quarterback, like the Steelers, maybe like the Saints, maybe like the Panthers, if they can work something out, trade down and get a second-round pick and come back into the bottom of the first round. Then there's a run on, on quarterbacks. I'm going to say, and this isn't part of my bold prediction uh, that I wrote down, but I'll add it here. We have three quarterbacks go between picks 25 and 32. Ooh, now that's specific. And one of them to the Titans, who pick a 26. Yeah, there you go. And they don't even have to trade back in. Now, I mean, you got a lot that's got to happen between 25 and 32 to make that work because you have the Bills, Titans, Bucks, or Packers, Chiefs, Chiefs, Bengals, Lions. Now, I think the Lions could take one at 32 just sitting there. If Tennessee yep. takes one at 26, like Sully said, you just need one more. And one of those teams is trading down for a team Chiefs, that wants to Chiefs and Packers feel like good trade down teams. And even the like the Bucks, the Bucks, if the Bucks move down ten spots and still got a defensive tackle or the cornerback or whatever, that that person will be there. I mean, or if you see one of these quarterback or these wide receiver needy teams like the Packers or Chiefs move up, maybe the team that they're moving down with ha- is has a need for a quarterback or something along those lines too. God, I love this. This gets better and better the more Four, I work it. Two five, Haben at Hals. Oh, there we go. Now wow. that's what I'm talking. Yeah, I mean, I think the like take that breach. I'll, I'll give, give you. you a, a. I'll give you an A for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll He's go all around. It's like so specific, but very possible and involves multiple trades. Man, that was pretty good. That's a good start. Is it crazy that all That's three of our bold predictions so far could all come true? Well, one of them isn't coming true, but the other the other three, other two might. No quarterback draft in the first 10 picks. Boom. Then only one quarterback, and that quarterback goes to the Titans. Boom. All three of us win. I, I don't because of the last part of my... Yeah, the second part doesn't matter. I think your bold part is the first part. (laughs) Do you have one, Brinson, or are you just moderating? I didn't look at it. Oh, I got one. All right. My bold prediction. Oh, yes. I went to look at the the rundown to see if it were there. Joke's on me. Yeah. Suck it. Uh, Jordan Davis, Georgia defensive lineman, goes in the top 10. Well, you you previewed this on the last podcast we did. You said you thought eight to the Falcons, no one was talking about. I I I, I believe. I was actually stunned at the what do we talk do we talk about the odds? I don't I don't know what I've talked about where at this point. I don't either. I don't know what we were talking about. Where like, we were... like we may have talked about it. If we did, I apologize for repeating myself, but what would you guess the odds are that Jordan Davis goes number eight to the Falcons? Because I know what I thought it would be, and then I saw what uh, it was. I think you told it. Plus a thousand plus that plus a thousand. Fourteen to one. Fourteen to one. Okay. That is insanely low. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Screw it. My bold prediction is Jordan Davis goes eight to the Falcons. Five out of five habaneros. You can't get any spicier than that. Well, let's 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 figure this out though. So that means they're not two point five. They're not taking Garrett Willis. Garrett Willis. Garrett Wilson. They're not taking Malik Willis. (laughs) Or Malik Wallace. 
Yeah, I mean, breach is the worst thing. I'm going to go to to I'll Vegas your head now, Wilson. and not get anyone's name right the whole week. <laughs> Malik Wilson. <laughs> so, yeah, no Garrett Wilson, no Malik Willis, but you're taking Jordan Davis. That feels like plus 1,400. Now, Malik Willis is plus 350. The last time I checked it was. Maybe it's changed a few days ago. I don't know what Garrett Wilson is. I bet Garrett Wilson is less than plus 350. It just, just me guessing. 4.5 habaneros. Let's go. Golly. Come on, Dada. Um. I, I here's here's my theory on this. I look, I, I give you I give you an A for that. That's bold. I mean the, the odds bared out. Jordan Jordan Davis is <laughs> Thanos. He is four hundred or no is he three hundred forty one pounds? <laughs> and he I was like four hundred. And he ran a four seven. Seven like, eight. He, four seven eight. Four seven oh, four seven eight. Fine. Fine. Four eight. You can round up. I don't care. If you're three hundred forty pounds and you run a four eight forty. You are a athletic specimen unlike anything the NFL has ever seen. It is asinine that th this type of player in a league where we've seen Derek Brown go in the top 10 in a very good draft. Asinine, he called it. <laughs> where we've seen Vita Vea go in the top half of the draft in a very good draft. That Jordan Davis, at his size, with his speed, with his strength, coming out of one of the best defenses in the history of college football in which he was mostly asked to stunt and wasn't able to utilize his pass rushing skills is somehow going to fall to 15 or 20. Like this draft stinks. It's average. You know, it's not average three forty four seven eight. That ain't average. Why is this guy not being talked about as a top 10 pick? He's going in the top 10. You get it four to one to be a top 10 pick. This is crazy town. Yeah, four to one to be a top ten pick is crazy because it does feel like he is being talked about as a top ten pick. I mean, we have, I, I think, even our CBS Sports mock draft, uh, you know, the whole with Wilson, Trapasso, our list that has everyone. Uh, somebody's got him going nine, twelve, so he's kind of all over the place. But they're all in the top fifteen, so I, I do think that. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to fall out of the top twenty, and I, I think that that four to one it seems like a great bet in the top 10, but Prince, let me ask you this. What if the Falcons trade back to say like 12 and more to pick him? Do you still, is your bold prediction still correct? No. Okay. <laughs> Very clearly not correct. And I'm giving you an a minus. That's uh, I, I, would still get, I would still get the mock draft bonus for player with team, right. but not the slot and not the top 10. I'll give you, I'll give you an a cause you said asinine. And I think that that's hilarious. Thank you. Sully. Breach is like, what happens if you trade down to 200 and the Falcons take Jordan Davis there? Do you still get the inside the inside the top eight? I, I, I just have to look. Brinson's the one who started the follow up question. So let's say you trade out of the top 10. <laughs> so you still get credit for him being a top 10 pick. What's your grade, Breach? Well, you're, I gave him an A. I already gave him the grade. Okay. Good Lord. That's a, that's a, that's tied with me. That's more A's than I made in college. Yeah, true that. Triple right, A. Let's, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do more bowl predictions next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot 
Carter Finley. Shout out, Carter Finley. Or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip. Maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid. wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You didn't see it or hear it if you're listening to the podcast in audio form. And we appreciate anyone who listens to the podcast, of course. But, and I keep I keep doing this on every show, like The Offer is this new, this new show coming on uh, Paramount+. Plus. You saw it if you're on YouTube. Like, it's... I don't know why you wouldn't just sign up for Paramount Plus right now if you saw that that clip because it, it it's like basically like the making of The Godfather but a dramatic series and it looks amazing. Um, anywho, let's go to our next ball prediction. Breach, would you like to start us again? No, because uh, I think we should do snake draft style. Here. Okay, Wilson goes. Okay, yeah. According to the rundown, I'm going. And there's no stopping me, Breach. Let's see. Ready. Seven. Count them. Seven wide receivers go in the first round. So we know Garrett Wilson, Drake London, James Williams, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave. That's five. Now, five to me feels like the the top end. I have a hard time getting to to six. Jahan Dotson. I know some teams have a second round grade on him, um, but he's fantastic hands. Uh, yada yada yada. A little undersized, but he's a burner. Feels like a good fit at twenty nine or thirty for the Chiefs. So that gets you the six. And then what? Well, you got Christian Watson out of North Dakota State, six four. Track guy, um, high upside guy, great senior bowl. That gets you to seven. Or you can go with George Pickens. Georgia wide receiver, big target. Off-field issues, I think mostly maturity-based. I talked to some teams, they were concerned about that. Um, but on the field, he, he's legit. Towards ACL um, about a year ago, came back and played a few handful of snaps during the, the national title run. But um, special on-the-field player. So that's eight guys there. Now, the only 32 spots, we run on offensive tackles, edge rushers, probably cornerbacks. That said, in a day and age breach where wide receivers are getting $28 million a year, it makes sense to draft them with that fifth-year option and only have to pay them on that rookie deal before you move on. Seven, going to the first round. Yeah, I don't think – what, Brenton? I saw you uh, Well, I'm going to give this a C-plus. You're a C-plus, sir. And, you know, ordinarily, I would give it a – uh, a minus, but okay. just a week ago, and maybe like three days ago, you told me you like the under five and a half for wide receivers going in the first round. I just said that oh! at the beginning of the conversation. Oh! What a big jam! Wallace took it in his hands and said, "Up, up and away!" 
Literally what I just said to start the, the conversation with, with this point. Yeah, I mean, this... As, it's as, Sully, as Sully take, shakes his head the, in the affirmative. As Brinson, Brinson didn't listen to the beginning of what you said, which is classic Brinson. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but so I, I, I get docked two, two letter grades because this moron's not listening? I've been listening to you for two weeks. You told me I was crazy for suggesting there might be eight. This is bald. Down. Go ahead, Breach. It's like half a point. The over-under you six half from Brenton. I'm sorry. You know, you look at who needs a wide receiver, and it looks like there's so many teams that that's have that as one of their top needs. I mean, you start with the Jets. You go back to the Commanders. And obviously, you know, the Chiefs and the Packers, and, and there's just so many teams you can lump in there. The Cardinals, the Bills, all could surprise with the wide receiver. So just the Titans – uh, could use a wide receiver. So there's just so many teams that might just say, eh, you know what, this is a good time to grab a wide receiver. So it does feel like that's at least reasonable. Seven is a ton. Um, so I'm going to give it a B plus. Thank you, Breach. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to give it a B just because I think Ooh, that... Ooh, B plus. That's always lowest grade. I think that is my lowest grade. I'm going to give it just a B just because... The number six and a half, it's not like we're going dramatically over that Drag number. Sully. Drag him. <laughs> Five and a half's the number. And you go pretty much throughout the entire first round, and you could, like Breach just said, you can make a case for a lot of these teams that are going to take take one of them. So it feels uh, – it's not Super Bowl. It lazy it's, and cheap. You can say it. You can say it. Well, I mean, my next one's not that great anyway, so it's not like I'm not going Super Bowl. I went seven. You guys are crazy. All right, so go I, ahead. I, I think I do think that when it comes to the wide receivers, a lot will determine uh, be determined by. Maybe this sounds lazy and cheap too, but like, how many wide receivers are gone after the Commandos pick at eleven? Because if the answer is two, then I don't know if we're getting to seven. By if the, the way, answer is four, then we are getting to eight. Now I'm going to add a we're little not, bit of bold to Wilson's prediction by pointing out the fact Do you guys know when the last time uh, at least seven receivers were taken in the first round of a draft. Uh, is it question the answer is never. Let me see if I wrote it the down. The answer is not never. <laughs> uh, ever is that the answer? Uh, Three point seven five habaneros from Nada. By the way. All right, I'll take that. Is, what is when is a breach? The answer is two thousand four. So it's been. 18 years. The Larry Fitz draft. The Larry oh, wow. Fitz draft. Yeah, oh, yeah. Here it is. Here, here are the guys. So in that draft class, Larry Fitz, Roy Williams, Reggie Williams, Lee Evans, Mike Clayton, Mike Jenkins, and Rashawn Woods. Not a memorable draft class, really, no. except for Larry Fitz. So Larry, maybe, Fitz. Larry Fitz still technically playing, by the way. He's carrying that draft class. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of overdrafts yes, there, think, for sure. All right. Who's up? By I the way, that, uh, so he's up. I know why he gave him that bad grade, because I just saw what his bold prediction is. It's not great. This is, this is when you... When you drop your homework in the mud on the way to school, you just scribble something down real quick and turn it in and hope the teacher doesn't read this book report. Let's well, I, was, I was too deep in my third one, and then I was like, oh, wait, I'm running out of time. And then I just kind of threw one later on. But this one is just – Ryan, Ryan, Ryan was just reading the description of this podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Brace yourself, guys. You're not going to believe this. Very very exciting, very bold. But James Williams, first wide receiver off the board. <laughs> I mean, it's very bold. But I just don't understand. And it's really more of a pet peeve with, with these narratives of like, well, he would be the best receiver taken if he's healthy. We see all these storylines and all these updates that he's healthy or at least going to be ahead of schedule or on schedule. So why wouldn't he be the first one taken? It's, it seems like a very easy layup in terms of betting at plus money that I can take him as first receiver. All right. What's, uh, what's the money? What's the, what's the plus money? I got uh, it. It's like, well, let me see. I can pull it up right now. I got him at 
five to one a couple of weeks ago to be Ooh, first wide receiver. Day. It must be. It's come way down than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, trying to find right. it on uh, Caesars. How, how bold is that breach? Three uh, hot arrows from. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a, a, a C plus. Because I'll tell you what, I, I'm gonna give, I do think that Jameson Williams that. is the best receiver in the draft, and if he had not torn his ACL, we wouldn't even be questioning this. So it's just a matter of how much risk you're willing to take as a team, taking guys coming off an ACL tear, and obviously there is some risk, and that's part of that boldness. But yes, Ollie, I'll tell, I'll, I'll add even more to it if you want, because I because. Oh, he wants extra credit. Go ahead. We'll get, we'll get two to one now here. to be first wide receiver. Don't, don't add the bold prediction and steal my next bold prediction. Uh, I don't think I am. I'm I'm almost copying uh, Wills, but I'm going to say he goes number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> that's bold. Actually, that's a good landing spot for it. I'm giving yeah. it a B because I hope you're right, and then we get to laugh at Brinson. <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a decent chance that he doesn't make it to eight because the Jets trade from ten to six with the Carolina Panthers. Throw them a like you can do the math. Like you could throw them. I think they have they have two seconds, like thirty eight and thirty five, maybe. That might even be too rich for that swap because the Panthers might be willing to move down for a third and like some change to ten. So uh, I think I think Carolina moves to nine with the Seahawks or ten with the Jets, and it involves either Derek Stingley or Jamo. What uh? What do you give Sully? I'm giving. I give Sully. You know what? I'm going to give Sully a B plus for that bold prediction because. He's driving the conversation. So just to recap, I'm giving a C plus. I get a C plus for I get my B minus. B minus, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Still, still a, a half, a third of a grade higher than me. Unbelievable on the seven wide receivers. What? Jeez. What was your grade, Wilson? Brenton gave me a C plus for seven wide no, receivers. What was your grade for Jameson Williams? I, I gave him your grade, C plus. It's okay. hilarious that you think my grades would have any rhyme or reason whatsoever. Well, I'm marking them down because I, I want to. I want obviously want to have the best GPA. <laughs> I'm marking um, them down too. No, I mean, look, I think I I actually think JMO at two to one first wide receiver taking still a good bet. All right, what's your? Why uh, is he not the favorite? Because he tours ACL in January. ACLs are like ankle sprains these days. Brenton, what's your second prediction? <laughs> yes, let's come back. My to Earth. second bowl prediction is that. Oh, this is actually kind of a good one. And you won't see it written down anywhere because I dropped my homework in the in the puddle on the way to school. Yeah. And scribbled something. Every I, day. <laughs> every day. Twice a day, usually. My bold prediction is that with the number two overall pick, the Lions had the choice of Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. And they take Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. I thought you were going to say they had that choice. I was going to say, that's not bold at all. <laughs> my, my bold prediction is that the Lions take Kayvon Thibodeau over Aiden Hutchinson, who is considered by most people the consensus best player in the draft, a safe pick, the local Michigan guy, uh, highly productive, and Kayvon Thibodeau has been getting destroyed in these streets over the last 72 hours. People are talking like, like he can't interview, like he's got an ego, like he's about his brand and Aiden Hutchinson just over here being the nice old safe pick. I wanted Lions to give you too. I wanted to give you a B on that, but the reality is like, I don't think it'll happen, but it could happen. So I'm going to give you an A. I like that. I, yeah, I don't I'll, think I'll it's going to happen. A minus. A minus. I, I, no I one thinks it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not, but Breach, what do you think? Wait, so your bull prediction is that the second best 
Pass rush on the draft goes second overall. That's thank you. Now you Lions. Look, look. C plus. You you go and find C plus. I love it, Breach. Oh my god, ridiculous. Breach is right though. He should have gone first. He got I you mean, there. Thibodeau over Hutch is a, it would be, would be a you know, shocking pick. This, this is you not preparing for your book report and like peacocking to the front of the room and like busting out some facts. And then the teacher, John, <laughs> not, Bridges, a, not like, gives me 3.5 habaneros and blames Breach for the, <laughs> the lack of the. Uh... <laughs> right, right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I will give a supplemental bonus. All this extra credit. Like you did the book report. You got a C plus. Take it. Nah, What's your you know, and you got an A from Solly and Wilson. Well, so I don't want my your third, average is a B plus. I don't want my I don't want to use this as my third bowl prediction. Yeah, I'll save it. I'll save it. I think okay. I think Hutch, I think Hutch goes four or five and maybe slides out of the five top five. Ooh, I right, see that. Now we're talking. Here we go. All, All right. right, that's just a new. That's like actually eating a habanero and like spitting it all. You know, it's, it's it's too hot. Rubbing it all over your face first. Yeah. All right, Sully, you're up. We're we're actually on schedule, which I can't believe. No, nope. I think I think I'm up, aren't I? Oh, uh, that's true. I think. Uh, oh, you up. haven't done yours yet. Now we're still Jeez. behind schedule. Sorry, Breach. I was trying to skip Wilson. ahead. Go ahead. I know you hate my bold predictions, but my goodness. Um, my second bold prediction is that the top five picks in the draft are all defensive players. Get rid of the offensive players. All defensive players. That is something that has not happened in the NFL draft in more than 30 years. Last time we saw Gosh. top five. All go defense was 1991. Dude, I hate that you did that, but it's pretty good. And I'll give you a little sneak peek into my final mock draft. The first oh. five players, all defense. Oh. I, I did gotta, not know that. I got to give you an A plus. I hate to do that. It. It's not. It's not out. Like why would you know that? <laughs> well, maybe I clicked on it and and did like a pre, you know, checked out the backlink. That's for, a for newsletter. Four point seven five habaneros. Oh. Oh. Oh, wait. oh, he missed! He missed! Oh, and he may have pulled a hamstring or a Breach muscle, and there is complete elation. Breach pulled a hammy celebrating. That's a good one. Dang it, Breach. I'm angry yeah, that you got it. a celebratory drop. That's yeah, a, we do need to add. We're just Kevin so, Harlan's celebrating an injury. That's pretty good. We just love making fun of each other so much. <laughs> Dang it. All right, Sully, what grade do you give? I'll Cole? give him an A here. Again, it could it could That's very awesome. much happen. I like the history behind it. it. I mean, it's really what? The New York Jets that we're worried about at four? Like, who would we no. mean? Oh, I guess all offensive linemen, too. Yeah. I, I, think, it's, I, think, it's icky, I think it's icky that you have to dodge for, yeah. for, for, yeah. for me. Evan Neal also, true. you know, an offensive lineman. One of those yep. two going in the top five. Maybe the Giants. Maybe the Maybe the Jets want Garrett Wilson for concern. He's going to be there at 10 or something. But, yeah, that that's a, like a long shot. Yeah. So, I, I think yeah. – yeah, I so think, st- it starts at one, but we all feel pretty good about Trayvon Walker right now. We'll see. Oh, my gosh. Houston at three is icky or I whoever you're – I'm my reporting. And then you have the Lions taking Aiden or <laughs> Thibodeau. And then, yeah, the, the Texans up in the air, but I could see them taking the leftover pass rusher or even surprising with a cornerback. I Stingley, Derek Stingley is the favorite. Stingley, number three overall right now. I then, have, uh, I got some leak sources that say Texans love Stingley at number three. So, and then the Jets either have Hutchinson or Thibodeau left at that point, or Sauce I have, Gardner. I have Stingley going third in my final mock draft. All right, let me let me ask you this, and and, and I don't I don't think that's crazy at all. Like that is there is significant chatter about Stingley going three. Do we think that there's a chance that so like all right, Sully, you're a Pats guy. When at any point while Nick Casario was working for the Pats, working as their de facto GM, 
Did anyone ever guess their first pick? Uh, yeah, not that often. Not he that wasn't often. GM that long though. And I think also it's usually Belichick is the de facto. Is that right? right. Well, Belichick yeah. had the. I mean, he's got the final. I mean, he's had final say and all that. And he's, he's his dog. GM. What's he's his not big into titles? And Nike. Nike's, and got, Nike, Nike's yeah. got that whole thing going on too. I, I guess I, what I'm wondering is like, is this a Val Doth protest too much situation for the Texans in the cornerback at three? Well, who's saying the Texans are? Who's saying it? Exactly. Like I, I I'm, I'm actually. Every, everyone's hearing it. Is what I'm saying. I haven't seen it anywhere. Where'd you see it? That's I, I know a lot of people who think Stingley's. I, I bet Stingley to go three. At like six to one or something. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think I think in this particular draft. Wait, who's wrong? You. It was Stingley three. Like I think I think it's. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm just wondering like, do we think the Texans are smoke screening with this cornerback at three talk? Because it's not. Had, but the Texans haven't really said anything though. That's my my point. But that, like I, I I was I got a call no one, yesterday. No one. No one <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking you. Well, like, where did you hear it? Because I'm trying. Like, I haven't seen it on Twitter. Is my point. Like, where did you hear it? Um, for instance, sources, or you just see people? No, no, no. Just chat. Like, in my in the in the draft chat that I'm in, a lot of people think Stingley's going three. Okay, I just uh, have you heard that anywhere, Sully? Like, have you seen that in the in the ether? Uh, just on the Twitter sphere. Oh, now. you have. Okay, so I, that's my point. I haven't seen it in Twitter. Okay, and look, it could be like a bubble thing, and I'm going crazy. But I could, but if you're talking about, you know, a Casario you know, tactic or, or any sort of um, how he would operate and under this, the Patriots historically have been terrible at drafting cornerbacks, especially on day two and later rounds. So, and I don't think they're going to be signing any premier cornerback free agents anytime in the near future. So maybe this is where he kind of addresses that is more of a high percentage selection there. And all right. So I'm just, look, and Ben Solak and I talked about this too on the, previous show so like i think ben made a great point like just because casario comes from the patriots does not mean he's going to act in like he's bill Belichick. For sure i mean look at the raiders i mean it's been totally different with josh mcdaniels and and dave ziegler you know trading for wide receivers and paying them it's you know they could act differently um and so i could totally i could totally see them going for a quarterback super high because again they historically haven't been great at drafting under nick casario and you go down the list there, they're not signing anybody any good. Okay. I look, I I almost maybe I'll go back and put Stingley at three in my mock when I finish it. It was due like a couple hours ago. Um, uh, but I'm any, anywho. So yeah, let's, we'll see. Let's I move mean, along. Wilson has 10 minutes. So uh Wilson, okay. give us your what did you wait? Did you give Breach a grade? Uh I'll give it an A for five minutes. That means a lot, for instance. That's a head since nineteen ninety one. And I think it's like there's not a crazy chance. All right, um, uh, Sully, you're up. Let's hope this one's better than the last one. I think it is. It, it's a little. It's way more obscure. It's Browns. <laughs> EJ Perry becomes the first Ivy League quarterback to be drafted since Ryan Fitzpatrick in 2005, gaining a lot of buzz uh, apparently in this pre-draft cycle. I've, I've noticed the Patriots have been have had him in. I think he's worked out with Jared Sidham and Mac Jones. Or that, I think that, that was according to the uh, Boston Globe. So. There's a little momentum there and in, in, uh, definitely a day three type of selection there. But I think that he breaks the Ivy League's drought of not being drafted for a quarterback. I like it. I'm looking real quick. So the Patriots had him on a local visit. The, the Raiders had him in for a 30 visit. So um, at least seven teams have met with him virtually, 30 visit, combine, whatever. So the Texans had him in for a 30 visit. Also the Casario Patriots connection. 
Very interesting. No, I like it. I like EJ Perry. He's a BC transfer. Um, he plays like I don't know how much Brown football you watch, Sully, but he he's sort of a he plays a little bit like Ryan Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick did back in the day, sort of a, a gunslinger, um, stronger arm. So yeah, I, I give you I give that an A. Once I get done Googling EJ Perry, I will give you an A. <laughs> um, uh, you know uh, what? I, the only reason I know EJ Perry is is because I have one fun fact about him. His uncle was the head coach at Brown. Oh, I don't know if that's how he got starting. You said he was a Boston College transfer. I'm guessing that's how he ended up there. Uh, right. I'm going to give this an A minus because how did you uh, how do you know who his uncle is? Because they have the same last name. And I one of those things that <laughs> you Googled became, his uncle. <laughs> well, no, I thought they were father son. This was like going through all the draft stuff, you know, like in January. You look at the quarterback list. And you saw he went to Brown. You see the coach's names. Like, is he related to the coach? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And so I thought maybe they were father son. And no, it's his uncle. All right, I, I'm gonna go. And this feels like a Sully Jamison Williams as the first wide receiver taken. But uh, on the other end of the spectrum, a running back sneaks into the first round. Ooh. So obvious landing spot, maybe Buffalo. I know Bills fans hate that idea, but they don't have a lot of needs. D- defensive backs a need, of course. Um, they could even draft draft a linebacker, um, but get someone like Brees Hall or Ken Walker to the third there, bottom of the first round, and then I mean Josh Allen is somehow even more dangerous than he than he already is. Uh, would you rather have them draft Sully as a Patriots fan, a cornerback, or uh, a do it all running back? I'd give you two point seven five. Well, I would I would I would much rather a running back. I would much rather a running back. It, oh, you less concerned about a running back in that offense as opposed yes, to a cornerback. Absolutely. Because I think you're already you kind of screwed with that offense. So what what's a little bit more there? If all of a sudden they're shutting you down or Mac Jones down with Radavius White in another corner, it's like, okay, what, what can you do with Well, they, first of all, no one's shutting Mac Jones. Force him to punt last year. So all right. I can't wait to hear the grade on this one. Go ahead. I'll give you a D plus. And uh really? it's it's what's primarily that? based on the fact that you just said your third bowl prediction was Derek Stingley goes third overall. It's like like that's like that that's an A. Wait, what? I didn't say that. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, but I was I was contributing to the previous bowl predictions we were talking about. So I, uh, I don't... that's fair. All right, I'll give you a C minus then. Okay, I'll take it. Just I'm gonna give you a C plus. You okay, know, the o- only reason I'm not doing better is because even as much as running backs get bashed. There has been a running back taken in the first round in each of the past seven drafts. Yeah, I got some, I don't know if they're fun facts. Uh, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, two last year, in fact. Clyde Edwards, the year before that, Josh Jacobs, Saquon, Leonard Fournette, Zeke Elliott, Todd Gurley, going back to 2015. So, all right, fair enough. Sully, go ahead. Yep, C+. Same thing. I'll take it. I'm not going to win the GPA contest. All right, Breach, go ahead. Oh, my God. Um... You terrible. know what? Should I just go with the punter? We had a bonus. I don't think we have time for the bonus one. So I'm going to use, I'm switching my third bold prediction, which was my bonus bold prediction is that Matt Ariza gets drafted in the first three rounds. That is sort of bold. Like I, I was talking to a scout about him and he actually liked the USC punter better. I think I told you that before breach. Yeah. So that's because I, I think, I wonder if he's more of a media creation than what t- NFL teams actually think. Cause I actually asked you this cause he rarely um, outkicks his coverage. Which it, I'm but guessing in college is a little different. You're not, you're not, you don't have guys who run, you know, everybody on the San Diego State roster covering those punts isn't running four or five forties like you're gonna have the NFL. You're gonna have a better punt coverage team in the NFL. Yeah, but if you're still punting the ball 80 yards, you're still out kicking your coverage. I don't care unless you're right. And if you have a good special teams coach, they'll figure out how to work with that. Okay. I, I didn't know if that was a concern for you. Apparently not. I'm gonna give you a B minus for that one. 
I think B. I'll give you B. Does. I'll go B. Three habaneros. Had breach not switched, it'd be higher per nada. Um, I, I would go B minus because this is, and I, I sort of want to go B plus just to give you credit for being the ultimate breachian ball prediction. His over under is one ten. Just four. His like over under is the the, in the the front end of the fourth round. Yeah, which means the expectation is he's probably going to get drafted in the third round or earlier. But because it's a punter. Because it's an obscure reference. What is it? One minus one fifteen. Like, oh, no one's talking about this. Uh, we haven't seen a punter drafted. We've only had one punter drafted. Ryan Anger, two thousand twelve. Head up. Who do you go ahead? Russell Wilson. So is that minus one fifteen? The over under on that one, Princeton? Oh uh, yeah, just even. Yeah. It was like it came out at like one sixty five, or maybe it's even like two hundred. It was something. I mean, honestly, I would probably bet the over. I, I, I would be surprised. That's why it's a bold prediction. I personally would be surprised if a team takes him in the first three rounds. I mean, that Brian Anger pick, Jacksonville still gets made fun of for it because Russell Wilson came afterward. And if there is a superstar like that, if you're a team that has a need somewhere else and you take a punter, you're going to look silly uh, for the rest of time if that come out and it blows up in your face, which is uh, definitely possible. Do you think that's why the Jaguars have made so many subsequent terrible decisions to to overshadow the Brian Anger stuff? I think that is 100% why. They make bad picks on purpose and nobody remembers that they took a punter over Russell Wilson. All right, Brentson, what do you got? We got like my bowl prediction. My final bowl prediction is that this show will end on time because I will not give a bowl prediction. How about that? We'll give it that A plus. What are you talking a about? Plus. Your bowl prediction go. can be Jameson Williams to the Chiefs or Packers. Yeah, so just, that's, that's not even like he's not making it that far. A five coming well, from that. Five. <laughs> that's well, it. that was that was the pick because they both have two first round picks. I think one of those two teams are going to trade up. Uh, in possibly in the top 10 and grab Williams. Uh, we know Andy Reid. Too late, Breach. What are you doing? Brinson already won the GPA contest, and your bowl prediction gets an F because you didn't include it. For Wilson, for Breach, for Sully, I'm Brinson. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. That's the Bowl Prediction Show. We will see you for a draft recap on a wild and wonderful night one of the 2022 NFL Draft. Talk to you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.